Welcome back to another episode of the Giddy Up Podcast. Today we are, we, I am with uh, Taylor Hunter, a photographer turned boutique owner turned hat bar engineer. And I don't know if that's the right word. That's just what came to mind when I was making these notes. But uh, I have Taylor Hunter with us. Hi, guys. And we're just going to talk, we're going to talk, we've been talking about how awkward we were going to be on here. Uh, We've been talking for, I don't know, a good 30 minutes just about all things probably How stressed out i am over this probably already. should have recorded that <laughs> probably should have recorded that it was more authentic this is like we're like more tense now that we know it's being recorded but um anyways i want i usually start out by like how i know people at like whoever i'm interviewing or talking to and taylor and i know each other uh through our husbands andrew and chad went well they've known each other their dads knew each other yeah there's baby pictures of them mm-hmm. like infants because i think they're only Andrew's October, Chad's January. January. So they're just a few months apart. Yeah. Um, and they're like I said, their dads went to high school together. And so yeah, they've just always known each other. And then lived right down the road, I think, from mm-hmm. each other. Yep. Spent summers together, all the things. So Chad and Andrew have known each other forever and then I'm very surprised they're they're not here right now with us because Chad kept telling me he was going to crash it with Andrew. Oh man! Oh man! Well, Andrew, I didn't tell Andrew I was recording with you. I didn't even tell because I I knew he would like be giving us a hard time, so I was like, I'm not telling him. And uh, so a minute ago, he tried to call me, and I was like, I'm recording. I'd like try to make it sound like I'm like recording with like you you don't know who I'm recording with. You don't know. It's it's somebody you can't interrupt. Top secret. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so whenever and then Taylor and I, we both came into the picture. Uh, roughly about the same time probably what year did you meet chad um it was mule day 13 in 2013 and andrew and i met so that would have been april 2013 andrew and i met september 12th yeah so yeah we're we came in the picture about the same time yeah y'all had just like moved into the apartment together i think Mm -hmm. somewhere around there because we did that like because chad y'all left chad mule day and so i had to take him back to y'all's oh. apartment to his truck that was probably yeah, andrew's doing i was sober and he was mm. hammered you mm. know <laughs> sounds about right sounds about right so yeah so we've known each other 10 ish 11 years yeah as long as we've known our husbands that's crazy, that <laughs> that is mean, crazy. we did just say we both have like almost five-year-olds you have yeah. five-year-old i yep. have almost five-year-old which yep. is hard to believe I so know. five years before we had kids yeah that's crazy that is kind of crazy when you think about it like that uh, tell us a little bit about you. I I know a little bit about just like you're born and raised in Kalioka, but so yes, I graduated with school Kalioka like third grade to graduation. Um, oh, where were you before that? I went to Santa Fe for a year. Oh, okay, and then I was at Spring Hill for two years. So because mom was at my mom's principal at Kalioka now, vice principal, but she was high school teacher at Spring Hill High School. So oh, okay. me and my brother went to Spring Hill Elementary. And then once she met my stepdad, we were in Sunnyside. She got a job at Central, I think. No, we went to Santa Fe first. Yeah, went to Santa Fe. Then um, we came to Kalioka. So I've been there. And then, of course, met Chad. He's from, like, Murfreesboro-ish area, Lawrenceburg area. He's from everywhere, Yeah, that's, like... That's a whole other story for another time. But he went to school in Murfreesboro, but all his friends are from here. And so whenever we met we were i mean i wanted to be back here mm-hmm. um he laughs now because now he can't get me out of Kalioka mm-hmm. and i will only we buy and sell houses all the time and move all the time but i just need to be in Kalioka, so he's kind of figured that out um but yeah and then i went to tennessee tech my freshman year of college came back home after i met chad um 
went to C-State. I was in education, decided to change to business because I had started my photography business, realized I could make more money than I could sitting in a classroom. Mm -hmm. So I kind of decided to take a year off and haven't been back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, you know, I ran a pretty decent photography business for about 10 years. It's been about 10 years. And just now kind of phasing out of that. And we opened the boutique in November. Okay. So you are trying to phase out of photography or? I'm just doing what I want to do. I shoot for who I want to shoot for. When I want to shoot. If somebody asks you. Yeah. Um, I I will shoot for a lot of my past clients. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and it's not, if it works in the schedule, Mm -hmm. just because having two kids, a full-time store, you know, your employees get sick or they need days off and I'm mm-hmm. not always, I don't want to work every weekend. That's kind of right. why I and wanted. And that's where the photography thing comes into play is most weekends yeah. probably. And with, when Jackson started travel ball, I realized real quick, like I was having to drive two hours by myself to a tournament to go watch two games and turn around and come back home to shoot Being a session. T- yeah. And they were still playing ball. And so I just, I didn't want to work every weekend. So when you were when you were younger, when you were in college and stuff, the, the schedule yeah. thing worked out. But once kids came into the picture, it wasn't as easy and doable. That yeah. makes sense. Um, so I still love newborn photography. I still have my whole setup at the store. My studio side is now half. We're going to possibly turn it into a kid's clothing stuff yeah. on one side. Um, on half of the studio side, and the rest is still set up for newborn and sitters and stuff like that. So once we we've just had some growing in the boutique wise that like I just like to add onto my plate yeah Mm -hmm. um and it hasn't calmed down so if I can work it in my schedule and do some newborn stuff then I do it or family stuff then I do it but it's just not a main priority right now right I still love it I got really burned out on it Mm -hmm. I do have one wedding in September but I just got super burned out on it yeah yeah that makes sense um we, I, the next question I had was just like, how do you juggle all the things? I Life. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I read something, somebody on Facebook last night was saying, uh, well, cause you know, just right now it's like the beginning of the school year. Everybody's just filling out 500 papers a night for their kids. And then you're doing this and then you're at work. And this person in particular is a teacher. So I know she's like trying to get all that started up. And then she, it's just, it is, it's just a lot to juggle with the family. And so that's what she was saying. She's like, does anybody else feel like they're drowning? And everybody was like, or does anybody else feel like they're crazy or going crazy or something? And everybody's like, oh, I've been crazy. You know, and I think that that's just something that moms in general can relate to just like the mental load of the house and the kids and the jobs and you know your husband owns his own business too and I'm sure that you have a hand in some of that so because that's how I am with Andrew it's like I don't do a lot a lot as far as like his company but I'm on call kind of thing you know so how do you how do you do that um I definitely don't think that I do it or I don't do it gracefully anyways (laughs) um I don't juggle all of it I am very lucky to have my mom who helps out with the kids all the time um she's my runner she'll pick up keep them for a couple hours if I have to go here there whatever um but yeah I'm a crazy basket case I feel like 99% of the time but the thing is ever since Chad and I've met neither one of us have ever been still mm-hmm. we are both busy people we like to start businesses we like we just I guess dreamers like mm-hmm. we just have these ideas and you know Chad has always been very 
positive and if we have an idea you run with it like I mean we built a wedding venue and did that thing for a little bit and so we've had a lot of different things it's just always been like photography okay well I'm doing families and stuff well I want to do weddings so then I pushed weddings well we need to build a wedding venue okay we came across some land we built a wedding venue kind of took a step back from wedding photography we sold it and then Chad has always had his hardwood business. We've started a couple other businesses with him um, <clears throat> or through him. But then the boutique stuff kind of fell in my lap as far as his mom had a boutique mm-hmm. in Bell Buckle. Mm-hmm. And she had asked me to be her buyer a couple of times. And then I was just like, no, I don't have time. I had already had price. Because what the does that entail? Like being somebody's buyer? What so it's really. I mean, we've only, I've only been to market once mm-hmm. and I would love, love, love to go back. I have, I have it on my like bucket list How do you this get year. To go? Like, I mean, you just sign up and then okay. just go. Um, but with COVID, it was just a little craziness. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because for a while they didn't have market mm-hmm. and then it was like, they were only allowing a certain amount of people. And then like, you know, you had to wear your mask the whole time you're in there mm-hmm. and just stuff like that. So we've gone once. Um, Beth has gone plenty of times. I've only gone once. I want to go to Dallas Market so bad. Oh, like that would be so fun. Yes, you should come with with me. me. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say you should definitely come with me. Um, But then, so basically, with the whole process of becoming a buyer, you just find these wholesale accounts, and if you think it's gonna sell then you buy it mm-hmm. and you buy it for wholesale and, you're, and you mark you'd it be up good at that because that was something i had on here about like just the risk taking and the i think that a lot of people would say that about you and chad as a whole like yeah together chad doesn't know a lot of the risks that i take in there. oh really like you think like you're just <laughs> like oblivious you're very confident he doesn't just, check the bank account yeah so. yeah that's good though like i mean it's good that you can do that that you have the he told me i needed to, to say that um, i have a very supportive husband <gasps> so this is her saying she has a very supportive, supportive husband. husband yeah yeah um he doesn't know it half the time yeah yeah i mean and but that that's how Andrew and I operate too. It's like, it's a trust thing. You just trust me. You know, I'm not going to do anything that's going to put us in like super jeopardy of, you know. Yeah. But And I know how like, like supportive Andrew was of this mm-hmm. for you. Chad definitely was, is that still with the hat bar. Now, yeah. not so much the boutique. He kind of thinks it's, it drains the bank account. Like, you know, he doesn't see it. It's just it. hard to see the money. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't see it. Like, yeah, we have a hat bar we can make money off hats but we got to have something else in there to sell like we have to have other products right. i love to shop though too mm-hmm. so i love to buy that at this kind of where yeah, it kind of fills that it fills my shopping yeah. addiction you yeah. know and um he doesn't see the need for women's clothing the boutique side of it um but as far as the hat bar as soon as i started with hats he was like absolutely run mm-hmm. with it like you need to run with this yeah so he is good on that but how do y'all get past like because i feel like he's like that too though because ever since i've known y'all y'all are just like like you said you're you were in photography you're like i'm i want to get more into weddings let's do a wedding venue and it's just like you're all in and you do it and you don't look back and then you do it and you're like i don't care how long we even do it for it's like we did it and we tried it and we we will get out of it if we have to it's well and see the wedding venue we didn't necessarily want to get out of it now it was a headache mm-hmm. i didn't love it um another weekend thing. yeah uh and it wasn't even that i think we were both naive into coming into it that we could possibly step take a step back and do whatever we wanted to on the weekends but still be making money having this mm-hmm. venue 
but we also did weren't in it long enough to you know have your wedding planners there mm-hmm. running and be for able to you step away. and being able to step away i was still very hands-on i had to be there that kind of type of stuff we had a person that just was at a wedding and he called us that sunday and asked us how much it would take to buy it we told him a number he bought it like that's how we got out of it um so I do think, like, Chad has to see the numbers and has to be able to see, okay, how can we make a profit mm-hmm. off of it to be able to um, fund it, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you okay, I think we're back in business. We had to stop okay. for a moment. <laughs> we had to stop. I'm but... glad you caught that and we didn't just sit here and talk. Well, because if I wouldn't have my headphones on, like, that's because it was just, like, went quiet and I couldn't hear anything. And I was like, what was that? And then I looked over there and it said battery low, but I thought, like, I could just, like, dismiss it and because that's not happening yet. If yeah. I haven't done that. So I, like, pressed the button and then it just turned off. So Taylor went and scrounged around some remotes and we, we, <laughs> we gathered three batteries for the, for the rest of this. Um, but anyways, we were talking about... Um, getting past the risk of failing on an idea or something that comes to you and you were like well chad is more like number motivated like motivated by the money or the numbers or the profit and you're just more like he i mean like i said he wasn't totally on board with the whole boutique stuff um i kind of just said hey this is what we're doing and i'm gonna do it sorry you think you do that because like you feel like he would do that for if something if he if it was something he oh wanted, absolutely yeah that's kind of how Andrew and I are too it's like it's just an understood thing like yeah. he's gonna do what he wants to do so I'm gonna do what I want to do yeah and for a long I mean right at the beginning I took like all the money from photography and put it back into the boutique mm-hmm. and that's how that kind of started and so at first I was like hey you're not taking any risk on this this is my money like this is where I'm gonna invest it in um once again, like I said, I have a shopping, like, I feel like I just, if I have money, I'm going to spend mm-hmm. it type of thing. Um, which is not a great, you know, I just like to shop, that's, but, that's okay. <laughs> um, so like at least now I was spending the money and being able to make money off of it. Right. Um, and with having the photography, I had a pretty good following here in Columbia. And so when the space became available next to me, I was like, we just need to put a full-fledged boutique over there, Western style. Because that's where it started. You did just have half of that building mm-hmm. for your photography stuff, and then the other half became available, and then that's when you wanted to, okay, that's Yeah, right. and I really, I mean, part of me, I just didn't want new neighbors because, mm. like, the whole building set up yeah. weird. We had to share a bathroom. The lights are all in the same system. Electric bill has to be split. Like, it's just yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so it really should have been for one whole business anyways just makes more sense Mm -hmm. and so when I presented it to my landlord I was just like look I'm gonna do something I don't know what it's gonna be yet um and then that's I took over in November November 1st I got keys and we opened November 17th and I like painted I cleaned yeah you had to like redo everything yeah it was insane and so it's only but it's not even been a year yet but Mm -hmm. it does and then and that was like towards the tail end of like covid stuff but i guess people things were still closed weren't they or like limited yeah um i think everything had pretty much opened back up because bell buckle had been open for like almost a year after that which they weren't closed very long Mm -hmm. um because we didn't have craft fair that year Mm. because that was like the first in october right no craft fair and that's in october maybe we had craft fair last year I don't remember we didn't go last year but i don't i don't remember okay we had it last year we did not have it two years oh, ago okay. because i set up a tent out in front of my mother-in-law's house too and on top mm. of her store um but then 
she sold her store in December, and then she's kind of moved. So she some, doesn't do that anymore. No, she. I mean, she has some stuff like she does all the home stuff in our store. Mm-hmm. So like candles, like that whole little home section mm-hmm. that we have, that's hers. And she, um, you know, she still has some ideas with teas and all that kind of stuff. But she's just having fun with grandkids right now, and I don't blame her. Yeah. So we yeah. just kind of, and like I said, with the hat bar stuff, it really kind of just fell into our laps like I I hate saying that because I've worked my butt off on it but the idea it just kind of spiraled Mm -hmm. you know it was just it well how did you know that you wanted to do western wear like that kind of thing like where did that like when you were like I'm gonna use this other half of the store to and I'm gonna have a boutique and it's gonna be this what made it where it wasn't gonna be just like all the other boutiques in Columbia because I didn't want to be like all the other boutiques in Columbia. Yeah. Um, a lot of, because I am, I mean, I'm good friends with Pam that owns Twig. I'm decent friends with, I mean, I, I mean, I know of the girl that owns Lily Jane and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I've always been that type of person. Like, I don't, I hate when people fear, like, almost like resent somebody for a competition because mm-hmm. I never wanted to be that. You know, I had different ideas and I wanted to do different things. Um, I did manufacture and create my own children's clothes for a little mm-hmm. bit, and I still love that, and I still think it's a passion of mine. But COVID kind of changed the whole manufacturing game a little bit because you can't go to trade shows and mm. stuff like that anymore. It's like you're having to reach out to these people in China or wherever, yeah, yeah. and you can't understand what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah. It's, it's a whole just different craziness. Thing. And COVID shut down a lot of the U.S. factories. So trying to get stuff made in the U.S. was almost non-existent when I was doing that. So whenever the children's clothes kind of faded out, I was like, okay, I want to do something here, but I want it to be different. I want it to be something that could be for my age, high school age, my mom's age. My mom, I will say, wears every almost every single item in my store mm-hmm. to school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now she styles it different than I would, yeah, but she still wears it. Oh, um, I've been trying to tell my mom, I'm like, because my mom just hadn't been in town, like, when you're open. And I'm like, you've got to get in there, because she would love it. Like, yeah. she would find so much stuff that she, and she works at a high school, too. But yeah. I, same thing. She would, like, style it differently, but she it, she could pull it off. Yeah. And so, I wanted something that was for everybody that wasn't superly overpriced. Um, I will say COVID's changed the pricing game mm-hmm. for everybody, too, mm-hmm. because you can't. You have it's to crazy. make money. Yeah. yeah, you have. I mean, what I'm getting at wholesale wise, I'm having a markup mm-hmm. just like I was before wholesale jumped up as much as it did. Um, but you know, Western fashion. I grew up in the walking horse world. Mm-hmm. I've been around horses all my life. Chad roped whenever we first got together. He's recently. I mean, he's roped for the first eight years of our relationship, and then or no, six years, I guess, and then got out of it right after Price was born. Because we were into we road racers. He's a hobby hopper. Mm-hmm. We do all the things, I swear. We're golfing right now. Like mm-hmm. We got back into roping, but now we're golfing. And, you know, just let him do whatever he but wants we to still, do. we still keep ties with all of the people and the things. Yes. That, yeah. yeah. So it's like with the Western wear and all that, like the uh, the cowboys and the all the roping and the walking horse, all that stuff. You knew people. and Yeah. And so I, I do, I mean, I... I've loved turquoise all my life. Mm-hmm. Like I just, and I think that's where a lot of it fed off of, of wanting like turquoise, turquoise jewelry, mm-hmm. but also you have to have something that you can wear with that. Right. And then TikTok took off on the Western industry, mm-hmm. Western TikTok, Western fashion, that kind of type of stuff. Um, the flares came really, became mm-hmm. really, really popular. They still are. And that kind of was fed off the Western industry. So 
I don't know. It was just something that sparked my interest. And, I mean, if you come in the store, you'll also see not necessarily every piece is Western, like Western, but you can make it. Mm -hmm. Like it's something, it's inspired by the Western fashion industry, but you could also wear it to church, you know, or, you know, something like that. It's not necessarily, we do, I mean, we do have a lot of like concert outfits and like if you're going to a Coetzel concert Mm -hmm. or something like that, you know, you can easily find a good outfit. But I definitely think the Western industry has taken over mm-hmm. just in general. I do too. Because you are starting to see it even at the other boutiques. You know, yeah. like it's starting to, but they just may not have as much of it. But I do like that, like on your website and on your Instagram and stuff like that, the way y'all style things is a little different. And then it it creates inspiration for people that can't really put it together. Yeah. Like a... I feel like I couldn't really put stuff together, but when I see it in the store the way that y'all have it, or I see a picture that you post the way that you have it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I love that. I could wear that. And then it gives you the oomph, the confidence to pull something off that you probably wouldn't have bought, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm not like a Western cowboy person, but I want to be. So yeah. like I can wear that if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will say a lot of our stuff, I was talking to a guy on the phone about a partnership we were wanting to do and he's never been in the store before he like literally found us on through a sound on instagram like he is a manager mm. for the person that did the sound on instagram and so he reached out wanting to work with us that kind of type of stuff and i was like you know we are the western fashion boutique vibe i said but i think we do have a lot of modern modern mom modern mm-hmm. that you can turn it two or three different ways yeah um and i do feel like photography has made it easy for me to piece stuff together like it's just the way my brain works you know Well, and you've seen all different kinds of people too yeah so you can kind of because when you show up to photograph a family or whatever they may they may be and look totally different than the last family you did and you've got to kind of change things around to make that to make it work for them yeah so and I love styling families like if clients ever came to me and said hey I have nothing to wear don't know what to wear could you like buy my outfits for me I'd be like absolutely like I'll pick them out doing that yeah like I love and that stresses me out oh I absolutely love it I did all of ours from last year's family pictures off Amazon all of it and I mean it's just I I think it's fun yeah um how do you keep like focused on because I feel like you you are like a a creative like that's just like that's just how your mind works that's how that's what makes you feel good that's what that's what makes me feel accomplished yeah like the the creativity like I mean you've gone from photography to to this to styling to buying clothes and just all of this is like creative creatively sparked and like how do you keep focused and not like stray over here to like once again I don't yeah <laughs> because like I would I have, I'm not that kind of person like I'm not uh, I don't I'm not creative at all like I can't even like barely draw a stick person so like I don't understand I don't it would I can see how it could be overwhelming to have such a creative mind and to feel like oh my gosh this is a good idea I could do that oh I want to try that blah blah, blah. And, and also pair that with like the fact that you don't mind taking risks yeah so like that probably is hard to like keep okay Taylor focus focus I mean I have an embroidery machine like two heat presses like I've tried she just anything likes to be and prepared everything. For I do everything. I, I'm like one of those if I see it and I can YouTube it because that's how I taught myself photography too I taught I'm like completely self-taught I've done a couple newborn 
like mentorships and stuff but I'm completely self-taught YouTube was my best friend it still is um and I appreciate those that share their knowledge Mm -hmm. and that you know because then I was like okay I can make that t-shirt I can figure it out like I can screen print I I can figure you know like all these things now do I do those things well not necessarily you know like I haven't mastered all of them and so that's a good way of putting it you haven't mastered them but you've you've got your hand in a lot of different things that you could do if you needed to yeah like it it, I think that's the challenge for me I think that's like challenging myself to figure out how to do it like that's the fun part for me oh and that's the stressful part for me like that's like this whole the audio part of this I hate it so much See, I I love it like I would sit there and research and YouTube and like but then I'm really bad about like buying all the things mm-hmm. like you know and half the time really I, investing like, yeah really take a plunge <laughs> you know I'd probably try like four different microphones you know just uh whatever because that's how I was with cameras and not cameras necessarily because those are so expensive but like different lenses mm-hmm. and renting different lenses and trying things out and I would always have a different favorite lens like every other month like just because I would get in these style mm-hmm. grooves um but that's the fun thing about it you can change it up well, then how do you keep your own, like, how do you, that kind of goes along with, like, being focused, but, like, how do you keep your own, I feel like I would easily morph into what other people are doing, or, like, what, how do you make sure, that, like, how do you try to keep what you've got going on different than what's going on, but still stay relevant in, like, what people want? Yeah, um, so with boutique-wise, I've had to, that that's kind of been hard for me, because I want to buy things that I would mm-hmm. wear, necessarily, and that's not necessarily what's going to everybody sell. else yeah yeah and so you're having to look at your clients you're having to look at your customers who is walking in the door who's spending the most money in there what are they buying mm. you know what are you selling out of like the things that I would think would sell out super quick sit on the shelf mm-hmm. and um so like that has been a learning curve for me but I like I said I am so I, I love to learn how to do things mm-hmm. if I told you in January of 2022 I could not draw a flower to save my life. Now she's freestyling it. Yeah. Like, and that was just off of YouTube, watching people draw, practicing how to draw. I mean, for two weeks straight, I sat there and practiced how to draw sunflowers. But that's still like, that's a major gift because I'm telling you, I, I could do that every day for the rest of my life and not be able to do it. Well, and I, I kept saying learn. that to myself and I was like, okay, well then I'd learn how to draw it and then I would put it on the hat, but different. then you have to learn how to use the tool Mm -hmm. and so that was like a whole thing for me too is learning how to use the burning tool and how to burn certain lines because they have little like exchangeable heads like Mm -hmm. different shading and whatever how to burn certain lines like how to burn a that's why it took me two times to make your hat Mm -hmm. like because you know it's one of those you have to and then now with like zach's felts it's having to learn the texture the textures like it burns super super hot Mm. whereas some hats if I did that it would just melt it like it would just ruin the hat and like so it's like trial and error but it's also I love to like practice and try those things do you ever get like embarrassed or worried about what something looks like yeah or you're like like or just like I guess I keep coming back to this like risk of failure thing like I guess because maybe that's how I am like I'm like I don't even want to try because I might it might not work out or like I might be embarrassed or I might embarrass Andrew or I might I don't know. Like, do you ever worry about that? Or are you just kind of like, you just like, I don't care. It is what it is. I mean, yes and no, because yes, I, I, I get like that. But I also am the type of person, if I don't like it, I throw it away. 
Yeah. Like, and I hate that. And I'll I hate that about myself because yeah. I had a hat in the store the other day that I had screwed up on one of the flowers. And one of my girls that works there, she was like, what are you doing? This? I was like, I messed it up here. I'm throwing it away. Mm. I messed it up. Like, I, I don't want my name tied to that. Well, she yeah. took it and made her own band on mm-hmm. it. And, like, she wears it. And she yeah. loves it. She's like, I fixed it and whatever. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, good for you. But You just couldn't feel proud enough about it to, yeah. like, sell it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, there's little things, like, that I – and that's, what fun, that's what's funny because Zach, when we first started this, like, before the grand opening the other day, I said, I'm just nervous – that I'm too much of a perfectionist that it's going to take me 30 minutes to make one hat and we're going to have a line out the door. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of points during the day that I felt like people were waiting on me and I kind of felt rushed. And he was like, Taylor, you'd be amazed that people don't see it the way you see it. Yeah. And just because you think it looks off to them, it probably doesn't. It's just because you're like, it's your mm-hmm. work. It's behind. And he's the same way about shaping his hats. And he's like, yeah, if they say something, fix it. But if it's, like, a tiny little twig that's out of, you know, just whatever, don't sit there for 20 minutes trying to fix that twig. Like, it's fine. Um, So, but that – and that's the thing with the custom part of it. Like, they're – for one, they're not – you know, they are – you are paying good money for these hats. But I've put the time and the effort, Mm -hmm. the skill, all of that behind it that – you know, it has to be worth my money, like worth my time. Yeah. Too. Right. And I want you to have a great product and I want you to have a hat that's super, you know, unique and its own way. Hey folks, this is Andrew with AMC Roofing. We specialize in roof repairs, roof maintenance, and full roof installations. We also do gutter cleaning, siding repairs. Give us a call, 931 626 0492 again that's 931-626-0492 yeah and I feel like we've kind of already touched on some of this but I'm going to try to go back get back to my list because that's how I operate yeah um I wrote down our trip to Montana and because I was trying to whenever I was making these notes I was trying to think about like um well, I think you also said, how did this start? And I do think Montana was one of the... Because that was... When did we go there? October. October. Yeah, so you had already... You knew you were doing the store then, didn't you? Or did you know? We had just... I think... Because that was like the second week of October. Yeah, and I remember like when we were in Montana, we went to like Western stores and stuff. You were like looking at brands and stuff. Like you you were kind of like looking. Yeah. We... So you already I did had you know? just been told that my neighbors were moving. Oh, okay. That like October was their last month, that they were not. And... At that point, maybe I just talked to my landlord. Okay. Yeah, so I just confirmed that we could take over the side. We should um, go back to Montana this October. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. It was like a last-minute thing. Andrew and Chad and um, some other friends, they went on a hunting trip, and they had had it planned. They had had it planned for a couple of years, didn't they, because of COVID? And then yeah, it kept they were getting, supposed to go the year of COVID and it when kept everything getting, shut like, down. kept getting uh, changed back and all this stuff. Well, then, like – they had made comments or mentioned like y'all should come out blah 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 and like they didn't realize that we will do that yeah so, <laughs> Mallory texted me on like Sunday wasn't it no we I don't remember we it was like we got it all together in like two days yeah because yeah. I was like if hypothetically speaking would you go because I was like I forget how the days were I was so mad that he was going anyways because Montana's my happy place mm-hmm. like I would move there in a heartbeat if I could. Like, I always tell Chad I want to retire in Montana. Like, I want to vacate. I want to make it one day yeah. to where 
we can vacation in Montana. And live like, there half yeah, the year or something. You know, like, whatever. Never going to happen. But to be on a ranch out there and just sit, because I'm such a porch person, give me a good view with the porch. And me, I had never been anywhere like that, ever. I'd never, I didn't even know, I didn't even have expectations. I was just like, oh, that sounds cool. Like, I've never even had the opportunity. This might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me to go somewhere like that. And Andrew had, you know, mentioned it, and I was like, hypothetically speaking, Taylor, would you go? Like, the way I looked at the days or dates, whatever. I think we left on a Friday. It was going to work out where, like, our parents were able to, like, keep the kids. And so I was like, we could do this. Like, the kids would be fine. We could go. And um, she was like, yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to find us, like – plane tickets that was a whole other yep (laughs) airport yep yep. and so because we're neither neither one of us are well traveled well no and neither one of us have ever flown alone like yeah we are i had always so we're doing it together yeah alone together and i'd always had somebody that i mean i had flown a couple times before but i had always had somebody that like knew what they were doing knew what they were doing knew where they were going so i also didn't have to pay attention during those times like i would just go with the flow like when we went to colorado we had like eight people with us that flew yeah and so we were just like okay this is where we're going here we go roll everything plus we had two kids so i was just keeping those right you know situated but we were like the blind leading the blind we were just trying to get get it yeah when the um flight attendant walked up to us and she was like who booked your uh who booked your connecting flight we're like oh Uh, we did we did she's She's like like, well you have five minutes to get across one of the biggest airports in the u.s she's like and not to what did she say not to stress you out or anything and i was like okay i think we can ask everybody to try to let you off the plane first but that's not saying that they're going to and i was like okay if we missed this flight and we were both done like we were over it it was on the way home yeah and so we were and we had already like when she told us that i was like it's okay let's look up other flights in case we miss this one it was like midnight like they were like what yeah it was like not an option it was like that wasn't gonna work and so then i remember her like she came to our suit like twice because then she was like i didn't mean to stress you out and then she's like but maybe um, but we're gonna we're looking at like we got there we're getting there a little bit early so now you have like 12 minutes to get across the airport like, you so you want to take your jacket off and tie it around your waist and walk yeah. really quickly and i'm like uh, or maybe <laughs> that's don't what she stress. said yeah i think she said i'm not allowed i can't really tell you to run but walk very fast or something like that i don't, I don't know. know it, it was, was like stressful. oh okay and so me and mallory are like booking it oh my gosh and we didn't even know where we were going or what we're, it was it was a mess but anyways so we had this spontaneous idea to go the boys were in montana they were there for like a week but we were just going to try to do like a three i think we were there three nights and um we weren't staying out where they were they were like on a what's it called it wasn't necessarily to go see them and hang out with them it was like we're gonna see each other but i'm jealous that you're in montana so i'm going to montana and we're gonna go have fun and go to the restaurants and eat all the food and drink all the drinks yes because we stay time and we'll see you every now and then Mm -hmm. like we stayed downtown like in the actual like billings right yeah billings we stayed downtown and like walked everywhere in like a nice boutique hotel and like did all the things and then we had a rental car and we were like 45 minutes or something from them and so we drove out there the i don't remember if it was the, it first, was the day. first day and they didn't know it oh yeah remember we showed up because you were i got so nervous we like drove past the house and saw all their cars because chad and andrew drove we saw his truck 
And then we drove past it again, and I was, like, freaking out. And I was like, just call Andrew. Just call Andrew. Because they didn't know for sure that we were there. Hypothetically, if we are driving past your driveway, are we allowed up at camp? Because we didn't know who else was up there. Like, we didn't know, like, the leaders or what's it called? Like, the guides. The guides. We didn't know, like, the leaders. (laughs) We didn't know, like, if they were there and, like, how weird was that going to be? Because we knew the people that I didn't know if women were allowed. Like, I didn't know if you were allowed. Like, (laughs) it's so weird. These are grown men. Though I think they're allowed to do whatever they want to, but I think we did. We threw everybody for a loop when we walked up in there. We're like, "Hey!" And the the leaders, the guides, were like, "This is the first. I don't think we've ever had any wives show up at camp." (laughs) And um, we're like, "We're not here to stay. We're just like saying, hey we just stopped by." And then, um, but it was like we were in this. I remember we were in this little rental car, and I don't remember what it was like a Sentra or something like a little tiny little go kart car. And I just remember where we were from downtown driving out to where they were was like the middle of nowhere and I was just like well I hope this car is reliable I hope we don't get stranded because we probably don't have service and we don't know where we're at we don't know anybody there's cows in the road yeah there was no because when we got off the interstate we stopped at the gas station and that kid had no shoes on the kid had no shoes on the gas station was about the size of my like bathroom and then there was a whole back part no telling what was going on back there i'm like we do not need to be doing this by by ourselves yeah knowing now because chad and i've talked about like when we go back i i made a comment to my sister-in-law about wanting to go and she's like i'll go with you we can have a girl's trip i was like i mean i don't think i'll go back to montana without men yeah. Just because when you get on the outskirts of those cities and everything, there's just a lot that goes on. That I was, like, kind of nervous. Yeah. When it was just me and you. And then, like, the one night – because we drove out to their camp twice while we were there. But the first time, we drove back at night, and it yeah. was dark, and there are cows in the road. And, and see, yeah, I remember you saying, I feel better on the interstate. And I said, I do not. Because if we were to, like, have a flat tire, all these people driving past us. there's, like, no speed limit. Well, yeah. there no speed limit. There's no speed limit on I the I mean, it's, just, it's a different world out there. <laughs> it's a different world. And there really are cows just, again, in the road. Yeah. And I saw an elk the first time yes. that we drove up. It was, I mean, I love Montana, though. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I would go, I mean, I want to go all the time. I look up vacations all the time, and I can never get I want to go back. Trigger. And I want to go back, like, with Andrew. Like, I want to, you know, I want to make him go and do something together. But, yeah, but I'm with Lodge, you. I think, I think that, it would be super cool. And to, we like, drove stay. up there that yeah. day. We drove up there, and there was, yeah, I think that would be more family-friendly yeah. than the whole outskirts of the whole hunting scene. But. Oh, but back to what you're saying because that's kind of where the hat thing kind of sparked my interest because I was on Instagram while we were in Billings trying to find things to go do because it was we were trying to find the breweries and like different like local hot spots Mm -hmm. and that rad's hat company came up and I was like oh this is awesome like we need to go and because I'd never even heard of that like I'd never even heard of like a custom hat really i've heard of the you have heard like the, the of whole western like, stuff um of some in texas but you know i didn't and now having like making the hats and talking to people that have hats from like all over they're in a lot of the big cities like of these custom hats um because they i know one of my clients she gets a hat anywhere she goes out of town it's so cool she it's finds, like the best souvenir yeah absolutely she finds a custom hat place but we tried to go but like I said we were there over the weekend I think and maybe even like Monday or something they were open or something and so we never made it I think they were open that Friday but like Saturday Sunday like by the time we found them on Saturday 
he wasn't open on the weekend. Yeah. And so we never got to go. And then I was like, that's really cool. So that's the first time I ever even heard about custom hats or whatever. Um, and then that was, I guess, is that, you had heard of custom hats, but is that where like your whole like, oh, I could do like a hat? Well, because we never got to go in there. So we didn't know what it looked like. We just saw their Instagram and stuff and it was just like shaping hats. And yeah. So actually the idea was sparked out of the one that's in Fort Worth. Oh, okay. Uh, no stockyards the stockyards in texas um have you ever been up there or have you just seen it like you just granted, saw it is fort worth and stockyards the same place i think it's the same i think it's close or it is the same but i don't know because i've never been in texas i sound super uneducated because i should but i want to go to both yeah, of those fort worth. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's the one in fort worth um in the stockyards and we had actually you know once again like our spontaneous random brains mine and my husband's uh we had talked about getting a puppy from texas a duck Mm. hunting dog and we were gonna have to drive down there to pick pick out the puppy and then have to drive down to pick up the puppy and so i wanted to go through the stockyards and so i was like researching you know stockyards what to do Mm -hmm. and you know how the lovely your phone listens to you Mm -hmm. and algorithm and all that crap it popped up on my tiktok the hat bar in the stockyards and i was like this is freaking awesome i was like we could i mean columbia would just die over this Mm -hmm. that was before i even knew that there was any in nashville um yeah because i didn't know there were any in nashville there i think there's a traveling one and then I, i think there's some custom hat places like on broadway but and i've never been to any of them so i've kind of just so did you go to the one in the stockyards? No, we never went. Okay, yeah, we, you just saw we wound it. up backing out of the puppy. Like oh, we wound oh, up okay. not getting the puppy. Okay, but that's how it came up on my like oh, okay. on the algorithm or whatever. Okay. So um, we we I just kind of started researching them and how they worked. I talked to my hair girl that does my hair. She had recently been to the stockyards and she had been in that store. Oh, okay. So I had talked to her about how it was kind of how was it how was it run and all that and I kind of bounced it off her I'm like do you think that people would pay you know that down here and she was like absolutely she was like I would have paid for I think she was like talking about a $200 Stetson hat but they didn't have her size Mm -hmm. she was like I was 100% that's the whole reason we went in that store because I wanted a hat and I knew I was going to get a hat and I was going to pay this money to get my hat Mm -hmm. I didn't you know but they didn't have my size Mm. and I was like oh yeah okay totally like I I need something like that walk us through like what it so well and y'all only had the one Mm pop-up but how how is this gonna because I was telling Andrew about it and I was showing him well let's first we'll talk about the RFD TV interview because I thought I thought that was really cool yeah and Andrew didn't know what RFD TV was and I thought that was just bogus but yeah I'm like who doesn't know and like I'm like my dad keeps their tv on RFD TV so I knew he'd catch it um but I somebody that we know here anyways knows Taylor and got got in on that and to to cover it and I thought that was really cool and they kind of walked through what you would do but tell us tell us what you would do when you go hang on we need to back up because I'm going, I'm doing two different questions at the same time. So, Charlsey, I have a friend that works at RFD. And I was explaining to her one day about Zach coming into the store. Um, unless we need to touch base well, on yeah, how, like, how did, Zach. Yeah, how did we get to Zach? Because I think we've mentioned Zach before, but the listeners don't know, like, who Zach okay. is. Okay. So, so, well, you know Zach rewind. through photography. Oh, sorry. Through photography. 
Yes, but rewind. So Montana happened, and then I talked about the stockyards mm-hmm. of, you know, the she was talking about, like, how she was going in to get a Stetson hat. Mm-hmm. I had done some research wholesale-wise of, you know, Stetson, American hats. Um, Zach is a pro hat dealer, and I had known him since I had taken his engagement picture six years ago. Um, I shot their wedding. I've done all their kid pictures, family pictures, all the things over the last six years. Um I knew he had gotten into shaping hats about two years ago, started his business, but he had really just taken off with it in the last year, um, just promoting it more. Not Mm -hmm. that he wasn't doing as much two years ago, but he was just promoting it more. He really loved doing it, that kind of type of stuff. So I um, was sitting on the back porch one night drinking a glass of wine, and I was like, you know what? I would love to just pick his brain on I needed a higher dollar hat. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. higher quality hat mm-hmm. um, for people that wanted. For one, I needed a higher dollar hat that I could burn, a higher quality hat that I could burn because I was running into now that fedoras are so popular, mm-hmm. you're running into more polyester blends. Oh. They don't burn. Yeah. Um. So it was. I needed something, a good quality hat that I could burn. It would burn pretty. It would burn good. Um and keep up the detail and the design like I wanted it to and so that's when I reached out to Stetson um but you know just I wanted to pick somebody's brain that knew about it because I mean I'm not a cowboy hat wearer Mm -hmm. I don't I don't wear cowboy hats I don't deal with cowboy hats and so I reached out to Zach and he was like yeah but what do you want from me I was like, I, I don't care. What do you want? Like, what do you need from this? Like, I just need a good quality cowboy hat. And I would love, you know, to buy them through you or to go through you or anything. And he was like, I mean, I would love to just be in the store, have somewhere to come shape hats. Yeah, because how was he doing it? People just come to his house? He was just, sh- yeah, or he he'd go a, to them? And- yeah, he was in the shop. Um, he has a shop behind his house, and he was just doing it. And he lives out, I want to kind of say out in the middle of nowhere, um, it's really not, but it kind of is. And so for him, but coming into town, it would be helpful to like do yeah. more than one at a if time. If he had like people coming from Franklin yeah. or like, yeah. you know, different places, they can at least come to town and go to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more of a, it was more of an experience for people. It was not just like, hey, come to my house. Right. Because he has a full-time job too, right? Yes. So this is just something else he's doing. Um, so he... So y'all were talking, and he wanted. To, he was like, "Well, I want to yeah. be in the shop," and you're like, "Okay, well, we can kind of." Yeah, can... and I was like, "Okay, that's fine, completely." <clears throat> I was like, "I mean, if you kind of want to jump in on this with me, and we can kind of just see where it goes, then like I'll give you keys to the store. You can come use the store whenever you want to." Yeah, because like the other night I saw that he said he was going to be there five days. So like, yeah, if he sees that he has an opening, like he can just kind of pop up, pop in, and he yeah. can be there. Yep. So like he's kind of appointment only right now. He's at the store two to three nights a week um, from, like, four to eight, five to eight, something like that. Um, and a lot of times it's because somebody has called him and set up an appointment. And so then he's like, well, I'll just stick yeah. around for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so that has worked well for him. And, like, I've kind of trained Casey on how to use the register and mm-hmm. stuff like that. If, like, wives want to shop while their husbands are getting hats made yeah. or, you know, they want to buy T-shirts and stuff like that. So, it kind of – it's a win-win yeah. for both of us because he has a storefront now. And also, like, if he shapes a hat for somebody, they can come pick it up and he doesn't have to be there. Right. Because if they come during our work Because your retail hours. is open, yeah. Yeah. 
So he has a storefront now and helping me with the higher dollar hats. That's, that's bottom line what it started out as. Well, then he gave me a felt to play with, to burn. And, and when you say gave me a felt to play with, to burn, is yeah, that just sorry. like a hat? Gave me a felt hat, okay. yeah, to play with, just to burn it, to see like and if it, it would like... burn and how it burned, that kind of type of stuff. Um, we sold it the very first day he moved his stuff in. And so, so like, how, how, what was the, like, what was the risk with that hat for, like, how much was it worth, like, for you, like, if you were to just screw it up, completely screw it up, like, because aren't So, that, he sells his felts for two twenty. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. like, this is not, like, a tiny, like, he's not, like, giving you, like, a $25 hat. Yeah. But it was one of those, I mean, I, I was going to pay him for it anyways, because, yeah. you know, Still, I would have been like, mm. if it was going to burn or not, you yeah. know? And, um... It, it's one of those failure things. Mm-hmm. It's just those risk. Like, mm-hmm. you just got to do it. And if it messes up, okay, well, we need to go another route. Like, yeah. that was our biggest thing. I wasn't ever going to be like, okay, it doesn't burn, so see ya. You got to get out of my store. Because yeah, we can always, it yeah. It was like, okay, we're going to have to f- find another product. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to have to figure something out or figure out how to burn this because that's what I want these felts for. And he primarily does straws. Now, it's becoming felt season, so he'll he oh, will okay. shape more felts. Felt so men, because men wear the felt too. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. But so does he? And he has to shape the felts too, so they come okay. all like dome headed. I don't know yeah. the professional term. I for know what it, you're talking about. Yeah. But rounded at the top and then flat brimmed, so he has to shape all of that to make it into a hat. So we're bouncing off of each other now with me burning, and then we did yesterday we did awesome custom band for a fashion felt hat mm-hmm. um and so now it's like we've done a couple um bands on straw hats too for women and so it's really pulling both businesses in together now it's really it's really cool like Thanks. it really it is really 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 cool because i'm just like i'm trying to wrap my mind around it too like when you think cowboy you think the straw hat I didn't know that was actually the right is that the right term Mm -hmm. so straw hat and then but does he like does he shape hats for I mean I know there's cowgirls too but does he primarily do for men or Um, what do you do you think it's a mix it's a pretty good mix it's a mix I will say like rodeo world I definitely think primarily I mean it's probably three to one Mm -hmm. you know but a lot of those families the women the daughters that are barrel racing you got to think like all those barrel racers calf ropers you know pole benders all those they wear hats during all their events and if they you know fall off Mm -hmm. or you know stuff like that their hats fall off they're gonna get or get stepped on or something like that they're gonna have to have their hat reshaped oh yeah so like if it gets stepped on yeah i'm like just thinking like (laughs) if they get stepped on i don't know i don't know i I wasn't just i just just wasn't thinking but yeah that's the rodeo like yeah yeah, or like i mean even if it just you know if they just set something on it in the back seat or yeah, you know whatever like it has to be reshaped and is he self-taught too like, yes so he's self-taught you're self-taught just bring yeah it all he together. um and hope we may get him on one yeah, day we should. because he i don't know he gets nervous about this stuff no, at least kidding. at least it's not a yeah, like at least you're not, not on video. camera yeah no he would do awesome but he said that he was always like the go-to during rodeo like when mm-hmm. he rodeoed all throughout high school growing up and everything he was always the go-to person to reshape everybody's hats so it's just so, been it's just been something he's mm-hmm. been good at um what I'm I put I said that I think it's really it's so cool that we have it here in Columbia and like 
you know, Franklin doesn't have it or, you know, like just little, the little better than us places don't have it. (laughs) But um, how I see like influencers and stuff traveling to Nashville for different things and they're doing, they're going to get custom hats. And I'm like, they could be coming to Columbia, getting them a custom hat. So like, what is, what is like, what is your goal with this whole thing? Like, do you hope to for the hat bar because like can somebody come in on a because you're open wednesday to saturday right Mm -hmm. could somebody come in on wednesday and but you're not there all the time so how does that right now it's um it's kind of appointment only like i i haven't been i mean this whole past week it's been a whirlwind yeah because like so just they just grand opening last weekend yeah so, so it's just now kind of yeah we're kind of figuring it out i've been there uh, every day but today and okay. so i've made we've made four hats this week of just yeah. people walking in oh yeah um but as far as you know in the future because i can't be there every day i mean mm-hmm. my kids are gonna get sick and you know doctor's appointments right. and you know hair appointments and some days i just don't want to be there i shouldn't have to be there every single day um it'll, it's so for right now it's appointment only and then we are traveling doing pop-ups um but then hopefully six months from now my girls will be trained to be able to do it um that's where I kind of struggle and I think it's because of photography and everything else I am such a person of I will do it myself Mm -hmm. like I can do it you have a vision for it and I don't need anybody else's help I don't want anybody else's help and so and I have to tell my girls all the time at the store, like, if I'm not telling you how to do something, ask me. Because I'm just so used to just doing it. And it's hard for me to tell people how to do something when I know how to do it. And I can just, just handle it. it. Yeah. And that's why I get so stressed out about things. Because I just try to do it. Mm-hmm. I try to do it all. And I can't do it all. Right. Um, so I'm having to teach them how to do it. And it's my name on the door. You know, my name on the business. And so I want it to be done the, the right way. way. Yeah. Um, and so that that's going to that's what's happening over the next couple months is me trying to teach what's the pop-up coming up in pulaski we are going to be at cane and poplar what is that i don't know um cane and poplar it's a boutique downtown pulaski um olivia officer is one of the owners she reached out to me i've known her for a few years now she's awesome um she they they have Gigi and pip hats Mm. in store um, you need to I, go down there. I remember you, you telling love, me. You would love their stuff. I've never even heard of that. I'm yeah. sure she's on Instagram too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never heard of it. No, she's awesome. Um, we're going to go down there. We're going to do Hat Bar, and then Zach's coming to Steam. We're doing a pop-up in Chubbyville next week for celebration at 26 in Maine, which is a boutique. Um, a girl that I have grown up with. I've known her since I was like four or five years old. Probably, probably, I probably way younger than that. Actually, our dads were friends um, through the horse business, and she just recently opened a boutique in her salon. So we're gonna go because Monday, I think that's the twenty sixth. Not it's not this coming Monday, 29th. <clears throat> There's no shows during the day at oh. Celebration. So there's no shows on the Calisonic. So um, give somebody to, gives the, all those people something to do. Yeah, yeah, yep. And then we have we're gonna do very merry Christmas. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, then we're doing something else. I can't remember. We've talked about doing Mule Day. So the next thing coming up though is uh, the celebration stuff. 
because yep. that's this month, the end yep. of this month, 29th. And then the October date in Pul- September, oh, September, Pulaski. Mm-hmm. Okay. September 10th. Will be and I'll Pulaski. try to put that in the notes too yeah. so that people can follow and it. And then Instagram, yeah. that's where we post all of our stuff. Okay. And I know that um, when Taylor started doing the hats, like when, when you're first learning how to do the hats, and then that's kind of like coincided whenever I started doing the podcast and she surprised me with a hat and it's yeah. so cute. And it's just like the fedora style, right? Mm-hmm. And so now, but now I'm like addicted and I want, cause I want to like come in and like, I want to make, what yeah. is the, what is that called? The kind that you had on in the RFD TV. So that's, interview. that's, um, a pro hat, which is one so of that's Zach's, Zach's hat. and it's a felt. And then, cause it was like black and then it had some, it's brown. It's like a chestnut brown. And, and then it had I, like some, I burned all underneath it. Oh, okay. Um, and we actually were going to, I was going to leave it like fashion hat, which mm-hmm. fashion hats are your flat brim fedora style. Okay. But you can have your cowboy hats as a fashion hat, too. Um, I know that's kind of weird. Yeah. I had to learn that. Yeah. So. Well, I, and I, because, like, somebody like me that's, like, because I, I could see your hat and be like, I like your hat. But how do you guide somebody into picking out their hat if they don't really know what they want? So, Zach's hats, the pro hats, are going to be what I tell people because they are more expensive. They are going to last a lifetime. They are your lifetime piece it's going to be a collection piece it's never I mean you could always get it reshaped you know cleaned up type of deal it's just a higher quality hat um versus like the fedoras that I do care fashion hat carry the fashion hats um they are not that they're any they're not bad quality but they're just your fashion hats it's what's became popular over the last what five years Mm -hmm. Um, in style now um, during the fall and winter and now summer because there's a bunch of straws that come out like fashion hat wise Um, it's just more of your modern trend piece what's the price range for or like what fashion yeah so my fashion hats start at 75 okay all my hats are 75 and then depending on what they add to it from Mm -hmm. the hat bar it's like whatever pieces because you can add like pins and cards and feathers and yeah, so we have, and... we do custom bands, which would be your band, which holds all your junk in your hat, is mm-hmm. what I say, mm-hmm. like your feathers, your flowers, or your cards, that kind of type of stuff. <clears throat> and then those start at 20. Okay. And then pins, we have large pins, which are also going to be your vintage pins. I have a bunch of like vintage Nashville, I have a hard rock Nashville mm-hmm. pin, like super cool, like westerny pins. Um, that I found off of antique pages yeah. on Etsy and stuff like that. Um, those are 15 to 20, and then your smaller pins and buttons are, I think they're five, okay. five or eight. So, I mean, somebody could come in there. Like, your price range after a full custom hat is probably going to be anywhere from 120 to 185 off of a fashion hat. But if you want to get a pro hat, you're yep. looking at could be 300 yeah okay yeah so it could be whatever you want it to be yep um and then those fashion hats do they have to all be the the fedora shape he can't change that no yeah he doesn't only his pro hats okay okay because they're not all um the fashion hats are not all wool so Mm -hmm. they're like more polyester they have some plastic okay i don't they're just made different yeah and um so you can't now I will say like all of I always tell people like if it ever does get bent or anything like that 
take a hand steamer, mm-hmm. like clothes steamer, and lay it flat on a table and like put some books or something heavy on it, and it'll take that flat shape back. But as far as like the top of the hat, if you're wanting something like that, I would definitely go with a pro hat. And he has the felt ones mm-hmm. and the straw ones. Like I didn't pay much attention because I we don't um, have the felt out. We just ordered felt. Oh, okay, yep. okay. Because Saturday when they had their grand opening thing, I wanted I took my hat up there that Taylor had given me. Um, it was just from when she had been practicing and stuff, and I wanted to make my little I wanted to deck it out, and so I didn't really pay attention to the hats because I already had the hat. But I want to go back and I want to do a so I want to do a pro hat mm-hmm. a pro hat felt hat yeah a felt pro hat yeah and we just ordered we ordered eight different colors and one in each size mm. so so how are they sized like small medium large like what no is they're like seven and one eight. Oh gosh like do you like measure their seven and a half no you just try them on until they fit okay <laughs> that's what, like, I mean they're mm. probably a more professional way to do that but I'm like nah just try it yeah. on until it fits huh. and he can stretch it a little bit like my hat that he made me like I said, I was going to leave it like a fashion hat. Mm-hmm. But for the video for RFD, I was like, no, you need to do it cowboy style. Like, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, Zach, I don't know if I can rock this. Like, I was nervous to put it really? on after he did it. Because I'm just not like... Yeah, like it's yeah. not your style all no, the time. Like, but he shaped it. Like, the way he shaped it. Because he's pretty good, like, shaping it to your face. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing what style is going to look good on you just by the symmetry of your face. Yeah. And, like, the shape of your face, I guess. Yeah. And so he did He did it. And I was like, okay, kind of feel like I'm a cowgirl. Like, I feel like I could rock this everywhere. It. And Chad it. was like, I mean, the appropriate place, absolutely, yeah. So, But that's going to be my hat every time we, yeah. we, like, open the actual hat bar. That's my hat. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I liked the color of it. I liked all of that. So that's why I wanted to figure out what it was called. Yeah. And I, I, and I couldn't figure out if those fashion if he was taking those fashion hats and making them look like that I was like I couldn't wrap my mind around like the differences and all that and yeah. I'm sure people other people were wondering the same thing and I think a lot of people were wondering like how much they would invest in a hat yeah because yeah. that part can be intimidating you know like coming into the thing and you don't want to commit to something not knowing how much it's going to be um, and that's kind of why we do the bar the way we do it because you can kind of build on to it and make it as affordable yeah. as you want it to yeah and then I always tell people you can always bring it back in and add on to it mm-hmm. or you can always change up your band later because we just tack it to where it's not going to move it's not going to fall out of place anything but it can always be removed unless I sew something in um it can always be removed and we can exchange like change it up okay what's the what's the given time amount somebody should give themselves to come visit the hat bar without feeling rushed or you know, feeling like they have plenty of time. 30, 45 minutes, probably. Um, It depends on how long it takes you to make decisions, too. (laughs) That's a great possibility. You know, that's a great... I was just like, Taylor, this is what I know I want to incorporate. This Miller Lite pen, and I know I want this guinea feather, and I don't care what else you do. And then, so then, like, I just went and shopped other than that. But, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. um, Or maybe even, like, have pictures. Is that helpful? Like, maybe look up pictures of things that you like and bring them in to show you what you kind of like. Yeah, I mean, and that's because I do still do the custom hats to where, like, we have them on the website where you can just buy it already made, mm-hmm. pre-made, I guess you could yeah. say, pre-made custom. Um, and but, you're still going to maintain that? You're still going to do that? Yeah, yeah, because that's just, that's my trial and error. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. you know, that's how I that figure out what I like, and if I, like, I would rather try it before somebody just said, hey, can you burn this? And I'm like, on the spot. Sure, let's do it. And then ruin, you know, their hat. But when they come in, do you say, here's your choices? I do sunflowers. I do buffaloes. I do this. Or like, is it kind of like, 
as far as the burning yeah I mean I'm kind of open to anything okay and that starts at 65 okay. so depending on how I mean I'm open to anything um I do have a girl that she came in yesterday and she has a Charlie Charlie girl horse Charlie no Charlie horse Charlie horse hat I don't know sorry <laughs> you can edit that part out <laughs> whatever it's a, <laughs> it's a Charlie horse hat yes and um she wants oh gosh what if they break so if they bring their own hat mm-hmm. in no, I mean, that doesn't to, make you nervous. That well, they're going to have to, like, sign a waiver. Yeah, like, if I mess this up. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm non-responsible. Yeah, okay. But all she's wanting on it is a vine, and you can I can do, do it. Yeah, it's not a big deal. But, like, I would rather burn on my own hats, knowing that I can order and replace right, it. Right, right. You know? Um, But she's wanting just a vine, and then I haven't had anybody ask for anything super. But I've done horses. I've done mules. Yeah. Like, I've done complex stuff. It's just the fact that I have to train myself how to draw it first. Because and I draw on a paper it. first. Mm. And then I transfer it to the hat. Mm. So. And or you, then I just freehand the heck out of it. So, in the future, people just need to kind of make an appointment. Yeah. Make I mean, I definitely, at this point, I would reach out to me. Like, like I had a girl yesterday that was going to stop by. And she reached out to me, like, three days before. And she's like, hey, we're on our way home from Nashville. Will you be at the store around 3 o'clock? Well, I get kids during that time, so I went and got price early, and I went back up to the store just to make sure I was there. Yeah. You know, like, definitely reach out and make sure I'm there. Yeah. Um, but you'll also be doing these, like, maybe pop-ups, like, on Saturdays or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So that and then Zach I had, also, I had um, a person yesterday, like, this Saturday, I'm only going to be there 10 to 2, because we have a birthday party at 3. Mm-hmm. So I'm only going to be open, hat bar-wise, from 10 to 2. And then she was wanting to come in, but she's didn't think they would have enough time so there's like five of them wanting to come in oh, and i was yeah. like i'll open up on sunday for y'all yeah like for five hats yeah, yeah absolutely like i'll come and didn't i see that you were talking about uh on instagram too that maybe like possibly parties or something yeah. like girls night or whatever it doesn't even have to be that but like whatever you could have a group of people and reserve a time spot and like like yeah. what those people are doing pretty much yeah. that's um on the books it's just kind of been I mean that's definitely something that I want to do and I think it'll be good just because it'll be scheduled and I yeah. know that I'm going to be there from this time to this time but um I just haven't gotten around to making all the like logistics of it you know like I can't just block out four hours for one hat you know type yeah. of thing like it's gonna have to be okay you have a scheduled time this is when I'm going to be there, you know, whatever. Um, it's just going to be trial and error learning to figure out how that's going to work. Just like any kind of class or party or anything yeah. you're going to, you know, like the Mule Town Pottery or any anything like that. And you've, you've done that before. So you kind of know, just kind of figuring out how you're going to navigate, like you said, the logistics of it with you yeah. and with Zach and with the people and the party and all the stuff. But I think you'll get there. I think you have a lot of, a lot of good ideas and I just... I don't know how you stay. I don't know how oh, you... I was going to say, too, on the 27th, we have Groovy Links coming. Oh, which is Clara Hargrove. Yes. yes. The permanent jewelry. Oh, uh, that's August? Yeah, August 27th. I'll be there for that. And September 2nd, we're going to stay open first Fridays from 4 to 8. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll put that in there, too, and I'll be there. Is the 27th... What day is that on? A Friday? 27th is a Saturday. A Saturday. So, okay. we're going to do... I think we're doing 10 to 3. 
Okay. I think it's 10 to 3, maybe 10 to 2. So you can come get you a custom hat. You can come get you a custom bracelet. It's yeah. It's like permanent bracelets. So we've talked about, we were talking about doing like bachelorette parties. And That's like, like yeah. something, you know, selling a package where you get a hat and a bracelet. Yes, a package. Yeah. That would be, that I think that's what that's where my mind was going, but I couldn't figure out what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would be really good. Well, I think woohoo! That, that was fun. <laughs> I feel like I learned so much about hats, and um, it's just so exciting because it's things that like I've we've talked about here and there, but we never have enough time to just sit one on one and be like, yeah. explain this to me. But um, what last question? What is your giddy up? What drives you on the daily? Like, what is your what keeps you motivated I guess like how do you stay motivated um or do you feel like you're pretty self-motivated because your creativity it I guess it's self-motivated but definitely you know I love creating and I mean I, I think Chad could feel the same way about building these businesses that will hopefully one day be legacies for our children mm-hmm. um and not not so much that they would ever want to do the things that we do mm-hmm. but they can look back and see how hard we worked and we built it for ourselves. Yeah. And, um, that, and for them. Yeah. So they can have the life, that, the lives that they have. Yeah. Too. You know, they're four and 10. They don't understand that right yeah. now, you know? And, but one day I hope that they can appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. That's good. Very well said. Well, thank you so much. And I do think that we should have Zach too. And yeah. like come back and maybe after y'all have done a couple things and, and we, ha- you have some more things nailed down and, we can share even more but thank you so much for being here taylor thank y'all thank y'all for being here if you have not subscribed to the show make sure you do that on the purple podcast app and on spotify also i'd appreciate it if you would leave a written review um and five stars